Welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. All the information you need to make the most of your fantasy football league with just a touch of sarcasm to keep you from taking yourself too seriously. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this latest episode of the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cheddarhead Fantasy Football Podcast. It is Friday. Friday, September third. Friday the thirteenth. Friday the third. Maybe even... that's why all this stuff's going crappy on yeah. this show today. You don't understand the technical problems we've been having so far today. <laughs> you will never understand. <laughs> and it's only the opening of the show. But uh, it's week two of the fantasy season. Week two of the NFL season. Your record is what this week? Um, I thought two and one, but then you remind me of beat the host. <laughs> I, uh... Beat the host. Dan and I thought one of the two of us were going to be at the bottom for sure, making a, a vampire pick from some one of the other teams. Little did we know. That Joel Mixon was going to get hurt. <laughs> Joel, yeah, you had that problem. Um, what's my douchebag <laughs> quarterback? No, your tight end. My tight end rocked. He, oh, he, yeah, but isn't he hurt now this week? No, I think they're just. He's going to be fine? He, she'll, she'll be, be fine. fine. She'll okay. be fine. Your quarterback, Kirk Cousins, who I told you don't take. Eight for 10. <laughs> 96 yards. That doesn't get you a lot of points. And, oh, but he did get a touchdown, though. <laughs> so, and then even more outstanding and unbelievable was that I was in first place. <laughs> I don't laugh, right? It's like, I don't know how that happened. It was a miracle. Who, who's, I mean, where are we uh, Dak Prescott. Oh, that's right. Five. Four or five touchdowns. Four hundred yards. Four touchdowns. Yes, it was he. He. Yeah. He, he rocked my world, as they say in the in the business. And by the business, I do mean the industry. Is he a forty million dollar quarterback? No. 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 Well, this is a good question. Dak Prescott. Would you rather have Dak Prescott or Cam Newton? Wow. Right now. Right now. Well, yes. Dak Prescott. Okay. Dak Prescott or the Red Rifle. Dak Prescott, but so now maybe, but, but but does that that doesn't make him a forty million dollar quarterback? Though, no, right? but I would I would take Cam Newton, a healthy Cam Newton over Dak Prescott. Yeah, but Cam Newton's not healthy. I know. I'm just she'll never be healthy again. She'll be fine. Plus, he wears old lady babushka head head scarves. Did you see what he was wearing? Last week he had the headscarf with the hat on. Why this he, week he just had the headscarf on because he dresses like a douchebag and he, he thinks he's cool. Honey. And he's neither. Kelly, shake your head yes or no. <laughs> no one can see this. Did Aaron Rodgers look like a douchebag in his jean outfit? When he went to Canada. What did you, she do? She said no. She, he, he went to Canada in his Canadian tuxedo as a joke. That's the thing. And I'm surprised you're, you're even bringing this up. Aaron Rodgers did it as a joke. How do, you know, how do you know he did it as a joke? Because that's the way he is. He, that's why he had the porn stash. It was all as a joke because he's a funny guy. Yeah, he's, he's a funny all-around guy. He's something, all right. And Cam Newton does this seriously. Serious, every week with the, with the cut-off suit coat, short sleeves, and like, dumbass. Anyways, I didn't want to get into that. Yeah. I wasn't going to. We'll get into that later on. I don't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers today. We're not. We're talking about okay. Scammy Cammy Newton. Cry baby. Anyways, check out the Post website, dash. everyone. MyCFFL.com. Everything we talk about, there's even Cam Newton stuff there on, on, on the links for all the news and notes. 
We have our gambling segment coming up a little later on. We're going to be talking with Dan, who's going to be vampiring a player. And in fact, the team he's going to be vampiring from, who just happens to be the team of our executive producer, Wayne. I'm sure he's going to have a couple words of encouragement for you. I think so. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, we have a fantasy girl, Dan's Chance, to make amends for last week. Actually, not really a lot of amends to be made because... I was unable to find measurements for it. So you're going to have to guess on the measurements, and they'll probably be right. <laughs> because what else What else could they be? You could not find measurements on this? No. Then dude, why didn't you? I spent Can I say why, why Why wouldn't you pick another one? Because. Would that have been easier? Well, I was at work. Okay. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I would have to do. And it's, I just, some of us have to work. I can't just spend all day on the Google thing looking for hot women. Right. Okay. So when did you? Okay. I, I did the. I did the. I updated the website last night. I haven't published it yet. That'll right. be tonight when I do the podcast. But I did all the work and everything, and and I got to the point where I did the bio and everything, and I did the whole thing, her name and measurements and nothing. I got height and weight. That's it. So you can guess that. I don't need it. <laughs> That's no fun. <laughs> it's no fun, huh? So, yeah, check out the website, mycfl.com. The Fantasy Girl is there. And you got questions, comments, concerns, email us, cffpodcast at hotmail.com or dan at strap1971 at yahoo.com. And, and, and that's how you get it. You can also call us on the fan line, 414-520-8249. And uh, leave us a message. Leave us a text. Whatever you want to do. Tell Dan to, you know, guess her measurements, even if there aren't any there. Because, you know, it's possible. But um, what else did I want to talk about? Uh, I was kind of angry today. Driving in the rain this week. Oh. I am so effing tired of people afraid to get in an Uber if you can't drive Call up an Uber, sit in the back seat, close your eyes, and suck on your thumb if you're that scared to drive a car. Am I right? Honey. And this whole thing where I'm listening to the radio and every talking head on the radio is saying, turn your lights on. Like, what the hell? It wasn't that. No. It was misting out for Christ's sake. Well, as a truck driver, though, our lights have to be on. As a motorcycle driver, your light has to be on all. And I think by law, if your wipers are going. Yeah, my wipers weren't going. It was just a mist. So it's like every once in a while. Well, go that over. means your wipers are going. Anyways, <laughs> the fact of the matter is. You can still be bitter, though. I am so tired of all these nanny, light nannies out there in the world who. <laughs> Get on the air and say, oh, I, he didn't have his lights on and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I have a question. If you could see that, that the car didn't have his lights on, isn't that proof that you didn't need to have lights on? Should we talk to our insurance agent about that? Is she on the payroll? As an insurance agent, am I right? Shake your head yes or no. Okay, it wasn't raining, it was misting. It was misting. That's incorrect. <laughs> you're fired. Yeah, you're fired. You're not going to be on the show anymore. <laughs> so that's it, everybody. It's time for some news and notes. Unless you have something else to do. You nope. have anything else? I'm good. All right, news and notes, everyone. Here we go. 
That's right. It's time for the news and notes, and there's a lot going on, as you could tell with the siren. A lot of guys hurting this week, right? Oh, yeah. Let's start with that. Let's start with the first guy, Sam Darnold. Going to be missing three to four weeks is the the word out of New York because he suffers from mononucleosis. And you get that from kissing, right? Well, you could get it other ways, too, (laughs) but apparently it's highly contagious, and he's in quarantine right now. Which is why they're not letting him play. Well, he's in quarantine in his apartment. In his apartment, or, yeah, or, right. Yeah. But you know, he's in New York with his apartment. Those things aren't very big. Yeah. Even if you're a millionaire. Other bad news for the Jets. Did you hear about Le'Veon Bell going through an MRI? Yeah, I on heard his he shoulder. Will, yeah. Now, word is that it's not going to get any healthier, healthier as the season rolls along. But for fantasy players, word is that with a new quarterback for the next few weeks, you're going to expect. To see his val- volume of work go up, right, which is going to make him super valuable in in uh, PPR leagues, but don't expect a lot of high points output from him. And if you're a Joe Mixon owner, which you used to be, I used to be. <laughs> frustration is your best friend this week, as you try to determine whether or not he'll be playing for you. As of right now, Mixon has missed a second day of practice as of Thursday. Uh, while he continues to deal with his twisted ankle. The word coming in is that he may not go this week, and even if he does, he's doubtful to be at full speed. That means Giovanni Bernard. See, and he just got that big contract, so he's going to... Becomes a possible start with yep. his big contract. At least in flex situations if you're a fantasy GM, right? Right, I would definitely say flex. Okay. And then uh didn't take long. I finally have a bold prediction that came true. Nick Foles done for the year. After no. Week 11, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. If Aaron Rodgers can't come back. No one can. Foles isn't going to come back. Uh, fractured his collarbone in the past Sunday's game. Non-throwing shoulder, right? Right. Okay. Which maybe he could come back, actually, because it was Aaron's throwing shoulder, right? Oh, I thought it was the same thing. I... No, because he landed on, he got cheap shotted and landed on his right shoulder. Okay. Anyways. This makes Gardner Minshew the starting quarterback for Jacksonville. Are you interested in him? I have no idea who that is. <laughs> They've also made a trade with the Steelers to bring in Josh Dobbs from Pittsburgh to be Minshew's backup. I have no idea who that is. Chiefs wide receiver Tyree Hill is going to miss a few weeks after suffering a shoulder injury that is not expected to require surgery. Okay. He was hospitalized, but she'll be fine. She'll be fine. With Hill out, you can expect Sammy Watkins to be the number one receiver for some time. Uh, Chargers receiver Mike Williams suffered a knee injury on Sunday. So they haven't said how many weeks or... I heard four to six. Four to six. For Tyreek Hill. Karma's a bitch, huh? Yep. Or is it six to eight? Four to six or six to eight. But uh, Chargers receiver Mike Williams, he suffered a knee injury on Sunday. He's been known to have a history of knee problems. Yep. Clemson. Wait to see what the results of the test are going to be. Your right. man. Didn't he get hurt in Clemson's, one of the Clemson's? I mean, he is from Clemson, right? I believe so. And didn't he get hurt? You know, there's so many. Who is the Mike Williams from USC, but Detroit, right? Yeah, he didn't <laughs> last very long. Lasted a game. Yeah. <laughs> first-round draft pick. Yeah, one of Detroit's many first-round <laughs> draft picks. Here's a guy you like. Brown's running back Dontrell Hilliard. He's in concussion protocol. Why are we talking about that? Charlie? He had one carry for four yards and a reception for 14 because he's a fantasy monster. He was going to be. Okay. 
There's going to be a fancy monster. Was going to be. Yep. So like, who? Just like this guy. Who's the backup going to be for? Um. So they have what? Nick Chubb. Who is their backup? That's something I didn't. Maybe we might need to pick him up in the free agency. <laughs> and just so you're going to want the backup for this guy, Darius Geis from the Redskins went through an MRI on Monday, and. Uh, on his non-surgically repaired knee, which is now, well, surgically Snows. repaired. <laughs> He's going to miss some time. In fact, they put him on the the IR. The earliest he could be back is week eight. So, uh, torn meniscus. And that's going to make Adrian Peterson your number one, your number run. one running back. Yep. Must until, start. Until Geis. Oh, actually, not a must start, but, I mean, he should be. Well, he's. They're playing down. I mean, he's. You're going to need somebody in there. Right. So I might as well might as well play him. And speaking of knee problems, my guy, Hunter Henry. Not your guy. <laughs> Not anymore. I'm so Boy, happy to find that out. Could you can you imagine <laughs> trading what idiot would trade Sammy Watkins? <laughs> you did. In a group for Hunter Henry. You did. Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> Uh, now, now you know why I was last place. <laughs> You're going to be out four to six weeks with a fractured left knee that he acquired in Sunday's game. Another knee injury for Hunter Henry. You talk about bad luck. Yeah, that guy's got it. 49ers tailback Tevin Coleman suffered a high ankle sprain. He's going to miss some time. While he is out of service, Matt Breida is going to be the lead back. Ooh. And Raheem Mostert. I kind of like me a Raheem Mostert. Yeah, I picked yeah. him up. I know. I, w- I tried to pick him up. <laughs> He's going to take his place as the primary backup. I wouldn't have gotten Raheem if I would have won. But, hey, that's the joys of losing. Um, <sighs> what you? happened this past week is the exact thing that causes dissension and folding of most fantasy leagues. You know what I'm talking about? Uh No. There's a valid argument that could be made showing Antonio Brown colluded with the New England Patriots becoming a member of that team. I will go down to my grave saying that that was a plan. You do now. I think so. I told you it was a plan. You said, I, uh, I, don't know. I have to look into this. Word is that Brown wanted to be on the Patriots from the beginning when he was with the Steelers, and there was no way the Steelers were going to trade Brown to the Patriots. So he took whatever kind of deal he could, making kind of a connecting flight, if you would, to get to the Patriots. Right? Right. Well, he did. At least Brett Favre had some class and played for one the one team. And then <laughs> for, for two seasons, right? No, just one. He played one season and went to Minnesota? Then went to Minnesota. Uh, it's looking more and more like the whole helmet argument with the Oakland GM thing and the Oakland argument with the Oakland GM. And pretty much everything else that Brown has been doing was intentional in order to get him released and thus able to sign with whomever he wishes, the Patriots. Why is Roger Goodell not investigating this right now? Does he owe something to the Patriots? Maybe that's what it is. Some people have said that, that he... Because he, didn't they, somebody say, oh, didn't we talk last week about Josh Gordon, right? Yeah. That yeah. they felt like, the, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll just we want to make good on, a, on, on that something. whole uh, uh, deflate gate thing. And why is Brown not on the commissioner's exempt list right now? I know that they're they're saying that he's not on. I'm talking now about the whole rape thing, right? But uh, alleged, alleged, alleged rape, rape and yep. you know 
misconduct. But uh, they're saying that they didn't put him on there because there was no police report filed or there's right. no investigation by the authorities yet. But there, so that, I mean, there must be some uh, I can't even say validity. Yes, because he just lost his helmet. He, yeah, he lost his helmet uh, um, sponsorship. So that's not a good sign. That's for not him. a good sign. That's a lot of the money he was counting on. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> and one other question is, why aren't the Oakland Raiders a little more pissed off about this than they are? If if you if you made a trade and signed a player, wouldn't you kind of be pissed if he just used you as a a token and to get out of town? Yeah, uh, I would be really pissed if I was John Gruden. And then why why didn't John Gruden do like he did with with Keyshawn Johnson in Tampa Bay and just keep him on the team and just not play him? Yep, I that would have been the best. But uh, let's look at. What the circus has caused with Antonio Brown. We'll start March 9th, traded to the Raiders and signed a $50 million contract with $30 million guaranteed. July 26th, he arrived at training camp in a hot air balloon. August 3rd, she got frostbite on her feet <laughs> and was out of practice. August 9th was his first helmet grievance that he filed. Threatened retirement if he could not play with his old helmet. And John Gruden, being the douchebag he is, stood behind Brown with his grievance. And this was the beginning of the end, in my opinion. Well, you can't blame the guy for. I mean, you got to you got to stand by your your player, right? I mean, I no, don't. I not don't, if he's being an idiot. You don't stand by him. I don't. Know, I don't. I guess I don't blame him for standing by him in that aspect. But in 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 that kind of an argument, you think that they should have stood behind him? Like, yeah, yeah, you're breaking. You want to break the rules, and you know this this has been a, a rule you've known for how many years that. That your your time to use that old helmet was going to be up, right? Like, get rid of it, get a new helmet. And as soon as he got he got appeased by the head coach, that's when Brown realized he could get away with anything. When they when they when he saw how they stood behind him, August 9th, the second helmet grievance goes by the waysides, and Mayock tries to put the genie back in the bottle, saying you're either all in or you're all out. Right. And that is also the first of the fines to Brown from the Raiders. September 4th, received the notice from the Raiders spelling out the fines he has incurred. And Brown vented his frustration on Instagram like he always does, posting a picture of the fine letter from Mayock. September 5th, a confrontation with, with Mayock in which Brown allegedly called Mayock a cracker and threatened to hit him in the face. September 6th. Brown apologizes, and Raiders come out saying that everything is better now. And Brown later that day posts a possibly illegally recorded phone call between himself and John Gruden. And then Brown posts a message saying, release me on Twitter or Instagram, whichever. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. <laughs> September 7th, Antonio Brown is released, and John Gruden, in what has become a typical capitulating attitude with the Raiders, said, Antonio Brown's a good guy. He's just misunderstood, but he's a good guy. No, he's not. No, I would agree. After Sunday's NFL games, a handful of Miami Dolphins players decided to pull an Antonio Brown and demand a trade because things weren't going the way they wanted them to. And now this. Did we ever come out with names on the Miami Dol Dolphins? Well, they, they gave Minka Fitzpatrick permission so to see the trade. So he must be one. He's one of them. Yeah. Right. That's the only one I, I can think of. But he's the only one that's gotten permission to seek a trade. And no one's going to make that trade, do you think? I mean... 
I wouldn't mind a Minka Fitzpatrick. It sounds like I'm sure they want a first round draft pick. They want because he was a first rounder, right? A top, yeah, top fifteen, right? Yep. And now this Tuesday, Antonio Brown was accused of three separate sexual assaults and rape on one woman. The lawsuit says that Brown, in three separate instances, two in June of 2017 and another in May of 2018, sexually assaulted a woman named Brittany Taylor. She's a gymnast whom he met while they were attending Central Michigan and whom he later hired as a trainer. Uh, lawsuit, blah, blah, blah. Brown sexually assaulted her twice. Blah, blah, blah. He exposed himself and kissed her without her permission. Uh, later that month, he was watching a television program at his home. Brown started masturbating behind her and ejaculated on her back. Yeah, that's blah, not blah, good. Blah, <laughs> yeah, Brown blah, bagged blah. about the incident and profane text messages that are copied in the lawsuit. Blah, blah, blah. Taylor ended her working relationship with Brown, but several months later, contacted her to apologize. She relented. She was, according, according to the lawsuit, swayed by his assurance that he would cease any sexual advantages. <laughs> advances. That didn't last very now, long. Of course, through his lawyer, he's denying all of these accusations, despite right. the emails to the woman. Oh, wait, I have those emails. Did you read them? I, I have not read them all yet. Oh, my goodness. Hang on. See if I can find those quick here. Emails from, from, uh, uh, I don't know if I want to even look for them. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> they are, they are amazing. But, um, a lot of swearing, right. a lot of inner city grammar, which, you know, kind of like, you know how much understand. you enjoy that. And they blacked out one word in the whole two pages of emails. With all the swear words and all the bad stuff. Guess what the word was? I'm guessing the N-word? The N-word. And it's I'm, the only I, word they blacked out. And what what was the... Why would he even bring up the N-word? Well, he was calling himself the N-word. Oh. Something about, you know, you do this with a N-word and blah, blah, blah. And, and oh. it's like a lot of stuff you can't understand. Okay. All right. Um. So, let's yeah. move on from Anthony right. Brown. You want to do that? I can't stand it. In a totally guy. separate instance of uh, players acting like petulant little babies, Who's Odell that? Beckham Jr. wore a $35,000 watch during the game last week in violation of league rules that state hard items are not allowed to be worn by players on the field. And what did Beckham say? He's going to continue to wear the watch because he feels there's no rule stating he cannot. What the f is going on? Why? Why can't you just be to play the game and be a team player? Well, I agree, but why would you want to? I don't care how much money you have. Yeah, why would you want to wear thirty five thousand? It's it's just a it's a look at me thing, right? You have all these things you can do to personalize yourself and give yourself some style. I mean, look what crazy ass Cam Newton does. I know dresses like a woman with a babushka and. Got Let that it go. stupid hairdo. Let it go. Got, oh, my God. Why does he have to constantly be the center of attention? Because he can be. Be a fashion plate off the field, like I said, like Cam Newton does. On the field, you're there to play the game. Wearing a watch of that value during the game only proves he's all about himself. Yeah, I just... Uh, why do you need a watch? I mean... <laughs> I just don't understand why you need a watch during the game. I mean, you're not going to. Oh, <laughs> it doesn't run backwards. So you don't know how much time is left in the game. I mean, that clocks yeah, all over. 
But I mean, this is, I'm telling you right now, this is, this is the way of the world for us old people right now. Better get used to it. That this is what happens when kids, these millennials, who are babied throughout their formative years and told how amazing they are, are never required to learn about what real life is like. Yep. They turn into Antonio Brown, Anthony Davis of the NBA. Let's not forget OBJ. What is Anthony Davis? Or what's he him? just uh, made it? He wanted to be traded, and okay, but cried you, and pissed and moaned until. But you never said anything about Javon Walker when Javon Walker wanted out. Javon Walker when he wanted out of Green Bay. Yeah. Well, he wanted out of Green Bay, but you know he played. Anthony Davis, like they traded him. They traded him, but he still played for the Packers while they were trading him. And. Anthony Davis played for the Pelicans. Very little. And you know why they did? It wasn't because of him. He wanted to play. They didn't want to play him because they didn't want him getting hurt. Right. No. So, I mean, that's not not Anthony. It's Anthony Davis' fault. Okay. (laughs) Monobrow. Unibrow, whatever the hell you call it. Uh, I'm done. Okay. In other news, with the acquisition of Antonio Brown, Jesus Christ, New England Patriots traded Demarius Thomas to the New York Jets in return for a six-round draft pick, which they need because, you know, Quincy Nunwa, done. Right. So that's good. But I think and Demarius Thomas is a little injured, I thought I heard, too. Yeah. Yeah, he is hurt. He's, he's, he's in pain. He's in a little pain. And probably the most overhyped story I've read about in the NFL to this date in my life, even beyond all this other stuff, Lamar Jackson. Have you heard about this? I'm reading it right now. <laughs> He's seen his MVP odds skyrocket in his favor from 50 to 1 at the beginning of the season to just 18 to 1 right now. I mean, these are my famous last words all the time because it happened a couple of years ago with yeah. Kenyon Drake. I will, I don't know what I'll do, <laughs> but I would do something. I'll take, I don't know. No, that was JHI, wasn't it? No. Or was it J.H.I.? Yeah, J.H.I., yeah. <laughs> I would, oh, God. I'm going to run through the neighborhood naked. I'll get here. This is this is what I'll do. If Lamar Jackson has a game like this again, uh-huh. I will get a tattoo of Lamar Jackson on my wherever. Really? Yeah. If he has a game like week one. Yep. It's got to be like that or better. Or better. Okay. That, that's a deal. That's a, that seems like wow, damn. So like, you might be all right because you know the odd makers are already saying that his week one performance was likely an anomaly. Uh, the main reason for the odds drop, of course, was the flood of money from the overreacting sheeple out there, right? That just don't understand this great game of you, football. You, the Lamar Jackson hater, mm-hmm. you don't agree in with me, and you won't go out on a. I, I no, I I, I can't do, I can't because when I do that, I end up on the short end of that stick every time, <laughs> every time. Hey, let's make a trade for AJ Green. Okay, okay. Snap! There goes a knee. <laughs> Finally, pay no attention to the pay no attention to the attention hog Cam Newton's outfit before and after games on Sunday. We were done with Cam Newton. He wants fancy owners to know that he really can throw the ball past 20 yards down the field right. if he needs to. Now, ignore the fact that he did it only once this past weekend and it looked, well, weak. Did you see him on Thursday night? No, I, I... He looked horrible. Did he? Oh, God. 
everything was going into the ground. He couldn't even get so, the ball. He, so he threw the ball like Aaron Rodgers. No, Aaron Rodgers did it on purpose. Oh, okay. He's doing that. Okay. He's doing that thinking, oh, I'm the man. Oh, I'm, I'm oh the man. Okay. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you got any news and notes? Anything you want to bring up? Uh, no, I think I'm good. All right. Let, let's let's get our our. Beat the host content. Well, that's you, but we'll we'll get the guy you're going to steal a player from. Oh, let's do that because he'll be happy. <laughs> here we go. I'm by winning. I win here and I win there. Now what? I'm sorry. Winning. I'm be over here like winning. We're going to win so much you may even get tired of winning. <laughs> That's right, everybody. We're on the air right now with our <laughs> <laughs> with our Beat the Hose segment. And the way this works, every week there's a winner, there's a loser. The winner is safe from having any of their players uh, vampired. The loser gets to make a pick from any team other than first place, any player they want, and switch out his player with that player of the same position. They also get the chance to go and switch another one of their players with anybody from the free agent wire. I know, and I'm excited about that. <laughs> and, and as you can tell... In oh, last, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> in last place this week, Dan and I thought that one of us would for sure be in last place. And like we said at the beginning, that turned out to be Dan. And uh, he's not happy about it. You win some, you lose some. Like Aaron Rodgers, who is head coach, I will never be that bad again. That's right. If it works for Aaron, it's going to work for me. And since the whole goal of this contest was to talk to our wonderful listeners. Our loser listener, but, <laughs> but that didn't work. We we made the exception of actually calling the person that Dan's going to vampire a player from, and that player is our very own, by luck, <laughs> our very own executive producer, Wayne. How you doing, Wayne? I'm doing great. I, you know, I, I, I am so excited to be on the show to have somebody taken off my team. <laughs> well, you're going to get somebody in return. Yeah, you get a great player in return. Yeah, one, one of the garbage guys off of Dan's team. <laughs> well, you know, you, you can't, how you say it, you know, you can't win them all. If you would have had a couple more points, because I think you finished the week in third place, right? That is correct. My, my uh, tight end let me down. Ooh, yeah, well. Yeah. That happens. So um, Dan is going to... Tell me, what position are you going to go with, Dan? Um, I think I'm going to go quarterback. Oh, you are? Yeah. So you're going to switch out Kirk Cousins for Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yes. Wayne, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. But you can look forward to the fact that you could get Patrick Mahomes back next week. or this, Yeah, next week. You, he would have to almost score zero points to be in last place. Exactly. Because you were at what, 40-something? 40, hey, 40-something, 47. 47? He's at like 110. Okay, so I want to get the rule straight now. Yeah, so he could be worse. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, it's not like a a continuation, so it's going to start all over. So Oh, it is. Starting so he up. could be last place this yeah, week. Yeah, he could be last place. But the, his quarterback wasn't the guy that you know, like made all his points for him, I don't think, was it? Well, I mean, yeah, probably it was. Holmes didn't hurt him, that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, it, it, <laughs> take uh, Delvin Cook's huge run, and you probably could, yeah, cut some of those points off. Uh, Wayne, I'm sorry. 
That's okay. I, I get it, but I, I just want to let you know that regardless of what I do, I still won't be in last place. I'm too good of a drafter. Well, and, and here's the thing. I, I need to thank you for just you know making me angry again today. Since you're on the phone, I might as well just go over this with you. But okay. Wayne Wayne took the, the time to send out to us a the email yeah. with the uh, 122 oh, yeah. modern era nominees for the Hall of Fame class of 2020. And the only thing that made me happy about this is as I was reading through what they're going to do, there's still only going to be five inductees from the modern era, not the hundred that they were talking about or whatever. But right. um, so, but I, w- I want to go through a few of these positions. And we'll, we'll start with quarterbacks. There's seven modern era quarterbacks. You tell me when I read these names to you, which one of these belongs as a nominee? <clears throat> Ready? Randall Cunningham. Ding, ding, ding. He does not. Oh, yeah. Wayne? No. Oh, come on. If Kurt Warner's in this. Well, Kurt Warner doesn't belong in there either. This is, this is the Millennial Hall of Fame thing where everybody gets a, a prize. If you die, you're automatically in, and we make your record better than what it was. Junior Seau. I think Randall Cunningham deserves to be in. Okay. Jake Delhomme. Oh, God, no. Boomer Esiason. I'll tilt my head on that one. <laughs> like a puppy having yeah. his name called? Hmm. <laughs> Jeff Garcia. No. Jeff Hostetler. He won one Super Bowl that was really... Lucky. Yeah. Because he was like the backup quarterback. Right, exactly. Kind of like, who's the other guy? Didn't, did they let him in, the guy from Washington? You know, ooh, the guy that they talk about, the black quarterback that won a Super Bowl. Doug yeah, Williams? he played one game. Yeah. Oh. Is yeah. He in, he's not in the Hall of Fame, is he? No, no, no. Okay. Uh, Dave Craig. Just because he's from Mil- Mil- Middleton. Mil- or Milton. Milton, Wisconsin. Yeah. Donovan McNabb. He thinks he should be. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Well. Okay, running backs. And, Wayne, you can jump in on this, too, since you pissed me off by sending this. <laughs> Sean Alexander. No. Mike. Good hands with Allstott. Uh, no. Tiki Barber. Yes. No. No. Ernest Biner. No. Larry Centers. No. Corey Dillon. No. Eddie George. I say yes. Okay. Priest Holmes. Well, Terrell Davis gets in. <laughs> okay, can stop with that because Terrell Davis doesn't belong in there either. <laughs> Edger and James. Wayne, I'll let you have yeah. that one. Yeah. You do? You think yes? Yes. Wow. Daryl Johnston. No. Thomas Jones. I have no idea who that is. Thomas jo- Oh, yeah, Arizona. Yeah. Or Arizona and Chicago Bear running back. Okay. Maurice Jones Drew. Wayne. No. I'm sick of saying no. <laughs> Eric Metcalf. No. Lorenzo Neal. No. Clinton Portis. These are the guys that they're nominating. How did Lorenzo Neal make the list? <laughs> I don't I don't know. And he's not even a first time nominee. Oh, can I just can we have a discussion quick? I want to go back since Lorenzo oh, Neal. Yeah. <laughs> Lorenzo Neal is considered a fullback, so let's go back to Daryl Johnson. Do you think there's an outside chance Daryl Johnson 
we'll get into. Oh, because he's a Dallas Cowboy and he's, and he's the a pretty full, boy and, and he's a fullback. Yeah. It's possible, but he he's not a first timer either. He's been in there a few times. Fred Taylor between fullback and running back in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, that that's what I I guess I question whether or not that isn't. I mean, it will. I mean, because the Pro Bowl changed it from running or they specifically made running a, back and it's both and they specifically put a fullback position so on. it could be one all right herschel walker oh god no chris warren no ricky waters i think yes really yeah i like ricky waters well yeah well he's a nice guy that doesn't make him all famer yeah how about this this name that i completely forgot about going to wide receivers mushin muhammad Carolina Panther? No. Chad Ochocinco. God no. Like I, I understand when you when you need to have 122 players that there's gonna be some chaff in there, but all chaff? Like you get rid of chaff, your hands clean. So yeah, thanks, Wayne. That was my day today, going through there and highlighting all the names that don't belong on this list. Can I, oh, you yeah, it's the, right down there. You go yeah, I'm not going to get down there. <laughs> so did you highlight anybody that you actually thought that deserved it? Yes. I, uh, okay. well, I, highlighted the, I should have highlighted the people I wanted in there because I went through like two markers highlighting the people that don't belong in here. So you picked no quarterbacks. No quarterbacks. No running backs. Ed, Eddie George. But that was, I, I almost, like half his name is oranged out. Okay. So it's Eddie. It's just that he's going to make it in. <laughs> and then I, uh, wide receivers, I said Isaac Bruce, Torrey Holt, Reggie Wayne. Right? Yeah. I, uh, no tight ends. There were six of them. Dallas Clark, Ben Coates, Keith Jackson, Brent Jones, Jeremy Shockey, and Wesley Walls. None of them. No. They're not even in the hall of, mm, okay. <laughs> um, special teams. Wait till you hear this golden list of fun. Johnny Bailey, Josh Cribbs, Mel Gray, Brian Mitchell, and Steve Tasker. This this is what we Tasker. have to deal. Uh oh. Uh oh. Go ahead. Tasker will get in for special teams. You think so? He's a little white guy. He'll get in. <sighs> well, see, that's why I thought Daryl Johnson would get in because of the white guy that you know we don't have a lot of them in there from the early days. No, no I just thought. I mean. Fullback wise, I'm. Yeah, I just don't know how they're gonna. So you highlighted the only people that you. Well, I didn't go through the offensive and defensive linemen because, well, you know they're not skill positions. Oh, oh, so you were just strictly. I just fantasy wise. Okay. So, yeah, um, didn't highlight any kickers because you know. I mean, until we get a female kicker, they're not athletes. If you know what I mean. Come on now. <laughs> so, all right, Wayne. Well, I appreciate the call. Um, again, I apologize. Do better, Dan. Well, first off, let me ask our expert executive producer. Do you, you agree that I had to get rid of my kick or my t uh, quarterback? And what quarterback is out there that you would have? Well, if I wouldn't have been in first place, you could have had Dak Prescott. Woo. I I just don't see Dak Prescott ever doing that. Again. I think I think for Pat Mahomes, I think that was an average game for him. 
Wayne? But, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I knew you were going to take either running back or, or quarterback, and I, I knew likelihood that you thought Dalvin Cook was that high on your list was negligible. But there were, there were, there were quarterbacks out there that I thought were, well, and, and you'll find out when I make my pick. But Oh, you don't get to, you don't get to make a pick. I don't get to pick a guy. No, no you, you just, got you, just, you, you get Kirk Cousins. I thought I got to reject his piece of crap and get something else. <laughs> no, no, you have to wait till your bottom. Now you have to make thought, hay with thought, what you got. I thought it, I could fl- you know what the irony yeah. of this whole thing is? Wasn't it you that <laughs> came up with this plan? Came up with this idea? <laughs> this cock and maning idea? <laughs> Wayne, he's he's sad. I'm not, not, I didn't hurt your feelings, did I? <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll let you go, and then we'll have Dan make his his free agent pick, and maybe we'll talk to you again next week. If if um, but I think you'll be all right with Kirk Cousins this week. Right? I'm 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 gonna reach in the top three, and <laughs> you're gonna be screwed either way. <laughs> all right, well, have a good one. Uh, keep the rubber side down. As they say in the trucking business. <laughs> there you go. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, Wayne. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. So you get, now get to make a free agent pick from and anybody you want. I, I don't think he was getting very good reception. Is that what you think? It was? That's what I think yeah. it was. Okay. So I talked about um, going Mark or changing Mark Andrews. Okay, your tight end. Because I thought he was hurt. Right. But it sounds like they're just let him take the day off. Okay. Maintenance, as they call it. Maintenance, yes. <laughs> um, so I'm really scared about Joe Mixon, so I think I got to let him go. Okay. Um, I don't believe Baltimore is going to do what they did la- last week. Okay. You don't against Arizona? Well, I think... I think Mark Ingram, the guy I'm picking, Mark okay. Ingram the third, <laughs> um, is who I'm taking. All right, but I, the reason why I went with Pat Mahomes, they did not think Lamar Jackson. Do you think Mark, Lamar Jackson will ever have a game like that again? No. Okay. I'm surprised he had that game. <laughs> I mean, but it was Miami. I mean, uh, are we going to talk about Miami or? Um, I, I don't. I don't. You know what? I don't even know. Who are they playing? Who the New England? Yeah, that that's too obvious. I didn't even put any of those in the must starts and don't bothers, which we're going to get into right now. Okay, we're going to start with quarterbacks. These are your must starts and don't bothers. So if you're still thinking fantasy wise what you're going to do this week, here you go. And I'm not starting with the uh, well. I'm starting with one obvious one for quarterback because you know, okay, not, the other guy that was kind of not obvious isn't going to play because he's got the kissing disease. So. <laughs> But we're going with Jared Goff of the Rams. Now, now, remember the rule in fantasy football. Don't chase a previous week's stellar performance and don't overanalyze a previous week's not-so-great performance. Goff is going to be putting up big numbers this week, unlike last week, as the Rams face off against the Saints in what is expected to be a shootout between these two top-notch offenses. Get Jared Goff in your lineup. Um, you, you'll have it made. Next guy on my list for must-starts, Josh Allen of Buffalo. Statistically speaking, he didn't start out too good for the season. However, he is always poised to post big numbers because of his ability to tuck the ball and run. 
a white guy that can run. <laughs> you need him in your lineup this week as he goes against a Giants team that has allowed the most passing yards of week one to quarterback with 405. I also like Matt Ryan against Philly. Agree with those? Um, Matt Ryan scares me a little bit. Really? Yeah. Oof. MVP. Have I mentioned that before? Not <laughs> far, so far. <laughs> as far as don't bothers this week, Kyler Murray of the Cardinals. Prior to their miraculous comeback last week, Murray looked like a high school quarterback trying to play against an NFL team. And his height made him look more like a high schooler, too. Yeah, I don't see Kyler Murray ever doing the second half magic again. No. This week they're traveling to Baltimore to face a defense that's heads and tails better than anything they saw in Detroit last week. The other guy I don't like this week, Marcus Mariota, my All-American. Your, your future MVP. Hall of Famer. Our Hall of Famer, that's <laughs> right. You actually thought he was a Hall of Famer. Remember what I said about Jared Goff. Don't be fooled by last week's stat line from Mariota in Cleveland. Yeah, but they weren't that great anyway. They weren't, but um, he uh, looked better than they probably should have or you thought they would against, Cle- against Cleveland. Right. He only had four completions to wide receivers last week. He's still showing that he has trouble functioning in the pocket. And to that, the lack of quality receiving talent. And it isn't looking good for Mariota this week. I also don't like Ryan Fitzpatrick, the guy with the beard, against the Patriots. Are you really going out on a limb on that one? I, I am. I'm going out on a limb. Because, I mean. He, the, he might not make it through the game, as I said last week. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, Miami's like. Terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're like trying to get out of Miami now. I mean, they're. <laughs> we want to play an Apalapacola or whatever yeah. it is. And I also don't like Matthew Stafford against the Chargers. Ooh, okay. Any must starts don't bother for you in quarterback? No, I'm good. So we're going to run, move to running backs. My first one must start, Sony Michelle of the Patriots. I guess I do have somebody going against the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't look good at all last week, but this is the week to get right. The Dolphins are on a schedule, and there is dissension amongst the ranks in Miami. This should be a stats monster for all the Patriot players. The Miami players all want to be traded as if they're good enough to be on another team. Otherwise, they'd be winning. Right? Right. I also like the guy you just picked up and beat the host, Mark Ingram. He proved last week that he still has some gas left in the tank. Granted, it was against the Dolphins, who have already given up the season. This week, it is a matchup against another shaky defense in Arizona. He should have no problem putting up yards this week. I agree. I also like Matt Breed against the Bengals and Austin Eckler against the Lions. By the way, you picked up a a sneaky running back, I think. Oh, um, a Raheem Raheem Mostert. I think he's. I think uh, he. Uh, she's gonna be fine. She's gonna be good. As far as running backs, not to bother with this week. Philip Lindsay of Denver. The one thing the Bears did last week was show that their defensive line is still quite good. Right? Do you? Don't you kind of like uh, Freeman better than Lindsay anyway? I'm a Royce Freeman fan, but he's. Uh, against my good wishes, right. he's not the starting running back. You you still think Lindsey's a starting running back? Yeah, well, it's kind of like uh, I, when I was pissed off that they had uh, uh, what's his name in in Houston starting Carlos Carlos Hyde. I was I, pissed. I told you that was going to happen. Ah, I was so pissed. Aaron Jones of Green Bay was held to just total of thirty nine rushing yards on thirteen carries last week. There are just too many better options out there for fantasy owners. So he's a don't bother. Chance. Philip Lindsay? No, Aaron. No, Aaron Jones. I was just finishing up my Philip Lindsay okay. thought. I'm that sorry. Um, 
you know, why he's not a. Right. Anyways, any Miami running back, you don't want them in your lineup either. No. <laughs> I don't know why you would still have them on your team unless you have no other option. Then again, there's always an option. Right. Most leagues allow just one running back each week. If you're unlucky enough to have any of the Dolphin running backs, take advantage of that. Don't play any of your money at Miami running backs ever. Okay. Right. I have. Are you done with your must yeah. starts? I have don't must, bothers. Oh well, I think you have to start Lashawn McCoy. Lashawn McCoy of Kansas City. I don't think you should bother with Damian Williams. I think. I think you're probably right. Damian Williams is. Um, he's gonna oh, be a third down back oh, for them and goal line. I think he's gonna get the start. He's gonna be considered the starter. Yes. Just. Because they want to be nice to him, and they said that he was going to be the starter. <laughs> You're the starter. But, but LaShawn Le- McCoy obviously proved last week he's that, still that he's... Run. Well, yeah. And him and... It's good to see him back with uh, Andy Reid. Yeah, they look good. Um, my don't bother? Yes. You said Aaron Jones. Was he... He... You know, no, he was. He's neither a must start or don't bother. I was just using him as a reason why you shouldn't be playing Philip Lindsay. Okay, I'm kind. Of, I'm kind of thinking. I'm leaning towards not bothering with Aaron Jones this week against Minnesota. Yeah, and this is the reason why. If David Bakhtiari is hurt or is right Painful now, he's question, already? yeah, he's kind of questionable. I think. Yes. I don't think he'd practice. I think they're going to need Jamal Williams playing most of the time to. Give him a break. Well, I mean, Anthony Barr is going to destroy Aaron Rodgers if that's not true. Well, no, I'm just saying, I, I, this, and that's nothing to get there. So, are you, are you saying that Minnesota has a better defensive line than Chicago? Ooh, I don't know about that. Maybe the same, little, I, little I w- less. I would say the same. Okay. I would, I would. They have different people in different places. Yes. Yeah. All right. But I, I just think if Bakhtiari isn't 100. percent you're not going to see an Aaron Jones as much as you are going to see a Jamal Williams. Okay. Just because they need somebody to pass block. Gotcha. Wide receiver must starts. Speaking of the Chiefs, I'm going with Sammy Watkins. The guy that basically carried your team. <laughs> He's going to have four to six weeks to shine for the Chiefs. Take advantage of that. This week he goes against a Raiders secondary on a short week of rest, and Patrick Mahomes throwing him the ball. It should be a fun week for Watkins owners, and that means me. I also like John Brown of Buffalo. Much like last week, Brown should see a majority of the targets this week against the Giants. Again, the Giants allowed the most passing yards of anyone in week one with 405 yards. I like Brown to stretch the field for Buffalo this week. As far as don't bothers, Corey Davis of the Titans. He caught a grand total of, guess how many passes last week? Corey Davis? Yes. A big zero. Big zero. In Cleveland, despite the talent uh, of the quarterback in in no the, oh the, I thought of, you were going to say despite rec- the talent yeah, of you know, of the receiver of Corey Davis oh yeah Corey Davis is talented I don't <laughs> think the quarterback is any good the ceiling for Davis is pretty low in this Titan <laughs> offense and that has been showing everyone short passes to the tight ends and running backs Delaney Walker is back though for he's Tennessee. a stud he's a stud I also don't like because well he's not going to be playing this week but when I made this list he was playing. Quincy Anunwa, done for the year. Yeah, where did that happen? I mean, I, that must have. I don't know if he got. Did he get hurt last week or was it in practice? Oh, I thought he. I don't know. I, he tight was end terrible for the game. Man. Yeah, tight end must starts. T.J. Hawkinson at Detroit. 
I told you early on that this guy was top-notch. You all get it because you just picked him <laughs> up. Even with Matthew Stafford throwing the ball, Hawkinson recorded an NFL record of yards for a rookie tight end. The target should continue this weekend for the rookie <laughs> tight end against the Chargers. The other guy who I was completely surprised was going to be as good as he was, Darren Waller of Oakland. He's going to be a star. Oh, don't worry. At tight end. You don't watch... Uh... Hard knocks, do no, you? No. Okay. So he he's a big druggie. You know? Is he really? Yeah. He's just give him time, he'll he, be suspended. I think he'll be suspended sometime. <laughs> in your opinion. In my opinion, yes. <laughs> the tight end led the team in targets last week against Denver, and it's looking like Derek Carr trusts him in the short passing game, and he's quite possibly the number two receiver behind Tyrell Williams, who cr- crushed me last week in the CFFL. Tyrell Williams? Yeah, I lost the game after that, after he played. Tight end don't bothers? What? Again, no, just, yeah, I played I'm, Wayne. Nope. Eric Ebron of Indy. He had just one catch last week against the Chargers. Plus, he's still sharing time with Jack Doyle for reasons beyond my knowledge. <laughs> this picture for tight ends is quite muddy in Indy. And until it clears up, you can't put Ebron in your starting lineup. Another guy you don't want in there, Vance McDonald of Pittsburgh. He only caught two of his four targets last week against the Patriots. He didn't see a target until near the end of the game to begin with. Which is unbelievable. I I don't think I like Vance McDonald. I I think quite honestly, I think Pittsburgh needs I think I talked to this with somebody at work. Yeah. Pittsburgh needs to get rid of Mike Tomlin. They need a new new head coach. They, they like need they to did change in Green Bay with Mike McCarthy. They need to change things up a little bit. Um I'm I mean I hate to go with the hype of Bill Belichick's an evil genius. <laughs> He's just got Mike Tomlin's number. number yeah. yeah. They haven't won a game, have they? I don't I don't think they in New England? I don't think so. Oof. So here's your must starts and don't bothers for this week, everybody. Good luck with your week two. And um I hope you can win like I'm going to win this week. Because <laughs> I need a win. Um right now though we're going to do some other kind of winning. We're going to run into to the casino. Let's do it. You ready for that? Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. I got to warn you, Clark. They don't play the same games here as they do at them regular casinos. And can you imagine the odds for New England in the Super Bowl right now? Yeah, what were their odds? <sighs> I don't even know but they got to be really low right now. Yeah. Not even worth the bet. But speaking of bets, we're here in the casino, everybody, and it's time to make some more money for you, our loyal listeners. If you would be using Dan's picks for the last two weeks, you would have a 62% winning percentage. And that's, as they say, making money. <laughs> that's a, good. You, you add in that big parlay, you're still in front. And if you're using my picks, we're at 51%. Still, Which is still you're still making money above water, but yep. not not quite even money wise. But let's start with the NFL. All right, and you can check out these bets on our sports investing page, our wager page on the website myCFFL.com. Use them if you like; they're free. We're not going to charge you for them. And if you uh, you don't win, the rest of the season's free. <laughs> right? Right. What the hell? My first game this week. Tennessee Titans minus three versus Indianapolis. Ooh, I don't. You don't like that? I'd stay away from that game. Wait till you hear my, because I finally went back to my analysis. 
<laughs> Here we go. While a member of the Colts, Andrew Luck was 11-0 and straight up and 9-2 and against the spread in his career against the Titans. Okay. Well, there is an update. The baby is no longer in the Easy. NFL. Easy. Meaning we are now dealing with Jacoby Brissett. In the three games that Luck missed against Tennessee, Brissett was 1-2 and straight up and against the spread. The Titans, on the other hand, are 11-6 and against the spread going back to October of 2016 with Marcus Mariota as a starting quarterback, winning all but one of 12 games as the betting favorite. Give me the Titans, and I'll lay the three points. Wow. I'd, Boom. I'm staying away from that game. Are you? Yeah. I'm, I'm going for the Packers-Minnesota game. You got that okay. one? Yeah, I do. I, I got to take the Packers. They're at home. Yes. Minus three. Yes. Aaron Rodgers can't be as bad as he was last nope. week. He promised. He promised the head coach he'll never be that I don't that think bad he's going to be that. I don't think he's going to be that good. That good anymore either. Really? Um, and I think the defense is going to come down to a little bit of reality. You think so? Yeah. So, but I am still, I know that sounds weird, but I'm still taking the Packers minus the three. So, the GOAT. Aaron Rodgers is Tom Brady. three and one against the spread when playing against the, Miami, the Minnesota Vikings at right. home. He's led the Packers to over thirty points per game, and in more fun betting, the under against Minnesota is sixteen six and two when Minnesota is on the road as underdogs. So I am going Green Bay Packers minus the three, and going under forty four and a half. And don't tell me wh- or why this just came into my head, but I just pictured. Um, you watched the Longest Yard, the movie, the Longest Yard. Uh, maybe no? I don't. Okay. I don't remember it. Um, I just pictured in my head uh, David Bakhtiari letting Anthony Barr run around the side, yeah, and Aaron Rodgers just throwing the ball right at his nuts and dropping him right there. But yeah, that's uh, probably not ever going. Yeah, happen. cheap shot. Yeah, yeah. Your next game. This one's going to be a shocker. I'm taking the Patriots minus 18. That's a lot of points to That's give up. That's a lot of points. You got them, but you the, got them good because they're, I think they're over 20 now. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah so you get, we got these at a nice price. Nice, a nice price. Would you still take them at minus 20? I think I probably would. <laughs> I think I, Miami's that bad. I know, I know I, I listened to some podcast or radio show. Yes. Um, where Tom Brady's actually hasn't had lots of luck against Miami, not like a losing record. Yeah, but Miami's never been a high school team. No, exactly. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. Okay. I'm going with the Chargers minus three against Detroit. Matt Stafford has failed to cover the spread in two-thirds of his career matchups against team with a, teams with a winning record, going three and five straight up and against the spread last season. He's not posted a winning year against the spread under these conditions in eight straight seasons. Give me the Chargers, and I'll lay the points. I totally agree with you. I have that one, too. All right. My next game, going Baltimore on the money line over Arizona. There's good news and bad news in this pick. The good news is that John Harbaugh has never lost a game in which his team is a double-digit favorite. The bad news is that the game where the spread is over 12 points he has only covered that spread three times in his last 13 games. With that said, just give me Baltimore to win the, win the game, and I'll take the uh, 63 cents that I'm going to win on my $5 bet. 
I forgot about doing the money line. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that. I'm not gonna. I don't need the sixty-three cents. It's minus eight hundred. That's it, the problem. Yeah, but I yeah. Baltimore. If you want to throw some big money to try to get the money line. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. I I am gonna go my next game. Yeah, I guess this is a pick 'em. I'm I'm taking the Niners over the Bengals. Okay. I believe in Garoppolo. You believe in um, uh, Garofolo or what's Garoppolo? Garoppolo. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's hung like a horse right here. That's that's what they tell me. He's a man. <laughs> All right. My final game, Dallas minus four and a half against Washington. The game has dropped from Dallas minus seven to Dallas minus four and a half. And why? why? No idea. The Redskins are without their number one running back with Geis having a torn meniscus. I don't see this game being a problem for the Cowboys at all. It should be an easy cover. That's right? what that's what I would have said. I actually I have that game myself. Um I did not realize that it went from seven down to four and yeah. a half. Yeah. Right? That's, Is that's it Case great. Keenum because he had such a great game last week or he's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. You Unless, have any more games or that, I don't. That's it for my okay. NFL. I have one last game. Um I'm taking the Browns over the Jets minus two and a half on Monday even, night. Even though it's at Jets are not good. Jets are not good, uh, especially with their backup, backup quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, I agree. That's probably not a bad bet. Excuse me, one second. <coughs> and now we go to college, everybody. You want me to just run through my list? You want to do yours quick, and then I'll run through mine. I've got a little bit of analysis. Do you? oh wow. Yep. You know me. I'd never. Yeah. Have well, of course not. Okay. Here we go. We're going to run through this quick. Maryland minus eight and a half against Temple at Temple. Um, sticking with the Buckeyes minus 15 and a half against Indiana at Indiana. Yep. Uh, Florida Atlantic minus two and a half at Ball State. Yep. I'm taking the midshipmen. Ooh, of Navy. Of Navy. I want to make sure I said that right. Yes, the midshipmen. They're, they're that's, the midshipmen. That's, yep. I'm impressed. All right, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Minus the seven and a half against East Carolina. All right. And USC minus five at BYU. Iowa minus one and a half against Iowa State, which is a tough game. That's going to be a tough game. Um, I think. Ooh, I have one more. Nebraska minus 14 and a half at home against Northern Illinois. That's probably not a bad game either. Okay. All right, for mine, Cincinnati minus 16 and a half against Miami of Ohio. Cincinnati was embarrassed last week by Ohio State. And as unfair as this is, Miami of Ohio is going to take the brunt of that payback for that loss by the Bearcats. This game might get ugly. As Cincinnati proves they're not as bad as they showed last week, and they looked bad last week. I'm also taking Ohio State minus 15.5 against Indiana. They, Ohio State looks strong. And Indiana, have they ever been? Yeah, they're Indiana, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't like Indiana in this game at all, despite the game being in Indiana. I also have Florida Atlantic minus a 2.5 against Ball State. Lane Kiffin just might get his first win here, and as a 2.5 favorite, it should cover the spread. Northwestern minus 20 against UNLV. Another year, another bad team for Las Vegas. Give me the Wildcats, and I'll lay the 20. And my next one, Louisville versus Western Kentucky. I'm going Louisville minus a 9. 
an interstate grudge match is going to go the way of the Cardinals. And finally, Florida versus Kentucky. I have Florida minus eight and a half. The Gators are ranked number nine and have been one of their have one of their better teams in the last few years, especially their defense. Kentucky lost their starting quarterback, and the replacement has about the same talent as a starter, but he has no mobility. He's like Lynn Dickey of the old Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I'm also taking the under fifty in this game. Florida may score a lot, but Kentucky isn't going to score much at all. Those are my picks. And like we always say, don't bet anymore and you can afford to lose, and it's only gambling if you don't know what you're doing. But use those picks and pay off the house this week, everybody. <laughs> and now it's Dan's chance. He's going to maybe make some picks and on guesses on the girl. Right. Although I don't have... You don't have any... No. But we went through that already, but... But I'll, I'm sure I'll be able to be pretty close. You'll be pretty close. I don't know. She's not a model. Ooh. TV? Sports star. Sports star. So here we are. Dan's going to have extra drinks in the club since he doesn't have to yeah, I don't have, have to a work clear as, mind. Right, I don't have to work as hard. <laughs> so here we go, everybody. It's time for the Fantasy Girl of the Week. Yeah, Dan goes, so it's sports. Is it going to be Megan? I'm going Megan. What, what is Megan's last name? Uh, Megan Rapinoe? No, oh, no, no, that's, no, the, no, no. The lesbian? No. Um, Megan. The one that thinks she can kick in the NFL? No. You obviously don't watch soccer at all. No. Well, okay. like, I, I only it's watch sports. It's not a sport. Yeah. I watch sports. Okay. I don't watch lawn fairies. <laughs> I only watch sports. And that's who we have this weekend. We have a sports star, everybody. She is a professional volleyball player. Jeez. Beach volleyball. Okay. And you know what they wear in beach volleyball. Check her out on the website, mycffl.com. Mycffl.com, the Fantasy Girl of the Week website, or the page. Our girl this week, Taylor Pischke. She was born April 18th, 1993. She's a professional volleyball player. She was born in Winnipeg, Mont- Manitoba, Canada, and currently lives in Toronto. Her father is a two-time Olympian in volleyball, and her mother is also a volleyball player. Taylor started playing beach volleyball at the age of 14 in Manitoba. I didn't know they had beaches in Manitoba. I didn't know that either. The sand, is it snow? What is it? And she's been a rising star on the beach volleyball circuit since making her international debut at the 2012 FIVB World Junior Championships, where she and her partner finished in fifth place. Pishke has also played indoor volleyball with the University of Manitoba. What do you think their nickname is? University of Manitoba. Bears? The Bisons. Oh. She appeared in Sportsnet Magazine's Beauty of Sport issue and was an advocate for women's strength and beauty in Dove's My Beauty, My Say campaign in 2016. The Canadian volleyball player stands 5 foot 11 inches tall, she weighs 152 pounds. She has light brown hair. Any guesses on measurements? Give me your best picture of her. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, I don't like when you sound like that. Well, it's hard because she's wearing tight volleyball stuff. It's going to be tough, right? No, I th- I, she, I'm good, actually. What was her weight again? She weighs 152 pounds. 52 pounds. Yeah, I'm... 
I'm going. <laughs> I can't even ding her. Buzzing. I know. I, I <laughs> not worth it, is it? No, I. She's an A cup. How about I say that? Okay. I. You're probably right. Maybe a B cup, but I. <laughs> I'm leaning A. I'd probably say a 32A, and then I'd probably go. 24 on the waist, and I'd probably have to say 36. Okay. Well, Let me look. Well, you're not going to find them because I, I spent much of my day looking for this stuff, and I couldn't find anything. But uh, Taylor Pischke, everybody, your fantasy girl of the week. Check her on the website, mycfl.com. And that's it for this week. Another week, another chance for you to win at fantasy football. And uh, be with us again next week when uh, hopefully we have somebody else on the air with us for fan- for uh, Beat the Host. We'll have another fantasy girl. We'll have news and notes. We'll have bets. And we'll have your must-starts and don't-bothers. But until then, everybody, be good. Bye-bye. <laughs>